Yep. <laughs> so, just um, this is just a quick wake-up call that will be relatable to all three of us and all of our millennial listeners that'll just make you feel like shit. Yesterday, March 18th. Do you, me- you guys remember the song Return of the Mac? No. Yeah. Okay, Nick does. I do. It, jo- Josh, I promise you do. You just don't know the name. You would recognize it, yeah. It was 20 years old yesterday. Eh, that was- hey, we, we've hit a lot of anniversaries like that. <laughs> oh, oh, totally. I just... That, Pokemon's 20 years old. <laughs> I know. I, of course. It's just that, to me, that's such a, a uh, relatable thing because everybody has heard that. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's an old song. And it's one of those things where you think about... You you think it's like early two thousands and no, it was twenty years no. ago in the nineties. It's just one no. of those weird I've, things that millennials struggle with. I yeah. had that revelation not too long ago after realizing Smashing Pumpkins and Bush are playing on cl- classic rock stations. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah, that's weird. I've had that wow. revelation. So good, that good I, call. Yeah. That's a good one, Simon. And yeah, Pokemon, really especially weird. for the podcast, is good call, Nick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're old. Hate it. That is all. We're not old, but that's okay. I, I know. <laughs> We're getting old. <laughs> so, what do we want to start with? Um, let's let's the, the most important first. news to happen in the prior month. Destiny's going yes. to be worth playing again. Okay, it's not that important, it's but yeah, important. we should get that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, well, yeah, let's do that. So, Destiny, there is a there is a significant update coming. Do you have all the details? Well, they haven't put out all the details yet. Um, they're doing that over the course of the rest of the month, and then the update comes out mid-April. But I love how they just say new things to do and new things to earn. Yeah, they're leaning hard into that, like, grinding joke that we were making with the Division I was getting things. I was just going to say we talked about how crappy that notion is in the last podcast, and that's that's their selling point. <laughs> well, the if you remember, that's what people want. We like about Destiny. Yeah. For sure, like that, they do it better, in my opinion. Oh, sure, so, better for sure. From what you and also say. this, um, this announcement of an update pretty soon after Division's release is actually like kind of a cunning move. Oh, I agree. Because people, people almost certainly jumped off Destiny to play Division, and now, now that it's been out for what, like week. two weeks, a week, uh, two, two, two. Has it been? I don't even know. Week and now, a half, actually. Uh, and people already hit the level cap, and they're starting to think, like, now what do I do? And Destiny is coming back and being relevant again. So Be- Before we talk about Destiny, since you just brought up the Division, um, this is hilarious. I don't know if you know this, Nick. Josh, I'm aware of something ridiculous oh. that you did. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. And I gave him shit. The, yeah, no, the renting thing? Yeah, I rented Twice. It. Twice? Twice. Yeah. Not just once, twice. No. Yeah. Why don't you just keep it? <laughs> no, but it was it was good though because it, it those rentals made me realize how nothing that game is once you hit level cap. Oh well, then that's totally so worth it. it. Yeah, sure. It took me two rentals, but <laughs> no, it just it made I me laugh because I, I I never saw you on it. But then I got on one night and I was talking to Yodi, uh, yeah. and he was like. Yeah, Josh was just on. He was like, I hope Nick doesn't see me or something like that. He tried to get off real fast. <laughs> yeah. Even fun. though you sent a snap that you rented it anyway, so yeah. we knew. Yeah. I uh, I played a lot with Cody the first time I rented it, like an entire day's worth. So how good of an AK did you get? I got, the numbers were really good. Wow. Yeah, the numbers. And you should have seen the color. <laughs> yeah. Was it a pretty color? It was a phenomenal color. <laughs> 
How high were the numbers? They, they were really high. Uh, they were high enough until I found higher numbers on. That's yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of the division, real quick though, I do want to mention that the, I feel like whenever we initially talked about it, we really just shit on it. The majority. I'm glad you're bringing this up. But you continue, the, and then I'll take over. Yeah, it's not a bad game. It, no, it, never said it was a bad. I game. was gonna say to be fair, we definitely didn't say that. No. It, um, but definitely y- good to it. Yeah, your final review right now, Josh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is you enjoyed it? It was fun. You're glad you played it, but it's totally not anything you want to put time into. There's, right there's now. no keeping power. Yes. So, I also wanted to make my own personal disclaimer because of how <laughs> ribbed I was by a stupid, baseless comment from somebody about Lords of the Fallen. Remember, I showed you guys yesterday about how awful he said it was. I'm going yeah. to make a very concerted effort. Not to shit on a, you know, for example, like sticks. That's not yeah. a bad mm-hmm. game. It is totally not a game I want to play. But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I just I, I want to make that clear because that opinion was so stupid. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, and also, of course, I'm going to be down on the division because it's just not for me. And right. I wanted to express why. You know, I absolutely acknowledge that that is a competent game and exactly sure. what and, some people and has want. captivated but millions of players it already is, is just competent. like well not special nothing there's yeah. nothing special to it and yeah. they tried so hard with dark zone and it has such a cool concept behind it mm-hmm. but once you like you just run around and it's you can't even explain anything else to it because you know, there's nothing in it there's nothing you just do. run around <laughs> you, right. just you just run, run around, around and, and kill things yeah and apparently the whole going rogue thing is pointless which that sucks Mm -hmm. because that's the most interesting aspect and it created this like metagame where people are trying to jump in front of other Mm -hmm. players shooting to force them to go rogue so then they can kill them and get the benefits of killing rogues like they definitely did not it's the ultimate trolling game yeah yeah well it's like trolling in the way that they didn't expect like you would expect players to go in and want to kill everybody and Mm -hmm. go rogue but there's no benefit to doing that. You end up losing a lot. So now it it flipped on its head. It glorifies that behavior. Force, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to force people to go rogue instead of anybody wanting to do it. It's insane. Yeah. That and the, the end game content for just like mission wise, like the daily missions. I don't know what I was expecting, but all it is is replaying the story missions on hard. That's that's all it is. Yeah, I mean and, and Destiny does that fair, too. Kind that is of. Destiny's daily stuff, yes. But at least Destiny, with with their daily stuff, they mix... It, there's at least a bit of variety with, with the modifiers for the day and the week. That's true. Whereas Division has nothing like that. It's just the, the enemies have more armor. Oh. That's it. Oh, yeah, the modifiers actually do change things up enough because they force you to use different weapons mm-hmm. and have slightly different strategies in a very straightforward shooting game, but... I didn't realize Division didn't have stuff like that. I kind of just figured it did. Not as far as I'm concerned. And I, I played enough huh. at 30 that the, they're literally the exact same mission. It's just the enemies have an extra health bar. That's it. Yeah, that's lame. That and there's no strikes. No, ra- Well, I mean, supposedly the next update is the raids. But yeah, I don't understand what could be interesting in that world or that atmosphere to pull me back it into would be a raid. Cool. The the thing that you liked was that you go through 
interesting environments, right? Like, that was one of your positives on the game, was that they changed that stuff up a lot? For the story missions, yes. Yeah, I wonder if that's what these will be. Because, again, the Destiny comparison, one of the coolest things about raids is, frankly, those those levels, the yeah. level design in the raids are sweet as hell. Vault of Glass was really cool. Um, or or Crota. I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. Crota was really cool, and I still haven't done Oryx yet, or- but I think Oryx that is, my is probably sweet, too. Yeah. But it all comes back to one of your initial complaints, though, is everything is still just a bullet sponge. That's that's all you have to worry about, is unloading yeah. bullets. That, and mixed with, with Destiny, you at least have, you have jumping elements, you have maze elements, and these are all... With, with Crota, you had to have somebody holding a specific item, like mm-hmm. the sword bearer had to run up on Crota, take his shields down, and then you had to coordinate attacks, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And I don't, I just don't see that happening in Division. Well, especially the jumping elements, because you can't jump, so... Because you can't jump, jump. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're getting negative on it again. Yeah, well, <laughs> either way, where I wanted to start was, I'm very excited to get back into Destiny, and I feel like the Division was a perfect placeholder. And, and they're releasing this content sure. at the perfect time. Yeah. I, uh, I, I said to you, Josh, when you and I were just talking about it, that I'm very interested in just seeing what the Division looks like at the end of the year because destiny became a pretty pretty different game Mm -hmm. with only a year behind it so yeah but the with that though early destiny you could at least you could look at early destiny and be like okay this stuff they can improve upon okay i would like to see this and all of that stuff came to fruition with but with division i don't i don't see what there's no real indication yeah yeah, but again, with their DLC, they said they have like their version of the raids called like you know, something with an I, incursion, incursions, and then they're also adding some sort of horde mode with just ongoing enemies. But that that only lasts for so long until you get over it, right? But that reminded horde me, horde mode isn't interesting if you're just shooting waves and waves of enemies. Like horde mode for gears got interesting when they started adding. Tower defense elements. Like, yeah, kind of like the tower defense stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made that really cool. And the enemy variety. And then, yeah, and then, and then Mass Effect had the objectives mm-hmm. on top of the waves. Which Division could Which have. maybe Division could do, yeah. But Mass Effect's in its own world that you shouldn't even just compare. Well, also, those objectives were very basic. Yeah, they were. Though they did make it more interesting. So so th- I could totally see Division maybe implementing something like that. My uh, favorite thing about this whole Destiny update is, was it was it last episode or the prior episode we got into how Destiny didn't have anything to do anymore? It was probably, it was probably last episode we, since we, we talked about Division. We specifically mentioned Prison of Elders and told Alex how this was something in the first DLC. First DLC? Second. Second. That Second was House DLC. of Wolves, right? Yes, House yeah, of Wolves. Yeah, that. Essentially, right now <laughs> you can't is is pointless. Mm-hmm. But this update, they are making reason to play it. Yeah, and I'm super pumped about that because I will always bring it up. It's like Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. That is that is Mass Effect's multiplayer in Destiny, and that's so cool. And we, and I'm looking forward to playing that again. We didn't play enough of it, unfortunately, because once we we didn't because you do you get. You there were only like what four 
levels of it, mm-hmm. and then you're done. There's no reason to do it anymore. Did you ever beat? I never even did the highest you, one. Yeah, so you never even saw um, What's-His-Face at the end of that one. No. Okay. Because there is, like, some a, a raid boss, essentially, at the end of that of Prison of Elders. Yeah, no, I never I never even got to finish all that stuff. I, As much as I like Destiny, I don't even finish most of the things. Like, I haven't done Oryx yet in the most recent DLC. We'll do it, because so, you do need to yeah. see it. Someday, I do need to see it, yes. Well, it'll be, it'll be nice doing it now, because at this point, everyone we play with is pretty much going to know it inside and out. So we get yeah. a new group and fly through it. You're going to hate the jumping section, though. That's all I'll say. Can't wait. Yeah. Jumping in first person is shitty. But let's wrap that up. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the 2v1 Podcast. I'm Nick, joined by Josh and Alex. Every week we talk about video games and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. <laughs> it's mostly been video games the last couple weeks. Which is Yeah, good. we've been pretty good about that, actually. Yeah. But uh, there is probably a big discussion... <laughs> That's about to happen. That will almost certainly devolve into an argument about souls. <laughs> but, but let's yeah. But let's jump right into it. Yeah. Disclaimer: It's all. It's about the Soul series. <laughs> yeah. So all listeners have tuned out at this point. We're talking about Lords of the Fallen, which is a free game for Xbox One this month. Check it out. It's absolutely yeah. worth checking out. Second half of March, so when you hear this, you can still download it for sure. Yeah. Uh, another, Definite, definitely it, get it. It's not a space hog either. It's like six or seven gigs, so download mm-hmm. it for sure. Yep. But I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to let you guys talk about it. Okay. No, you are going to talk about it because you are the one who really likes it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I like it, yes. And now, there's it a lot is of Soul's Light. Yes, there there is a lot Straight of comparisons up. to draw between Lords of the Fallen and the Souls series. Like I, I've Lords said jokingly, Fallen. I've I've said jokingly, it's like it's a, it's almost offensive how much they copied. Like it's well, so similar. <laughs> jokingly, I was I was thinking about that though. Um, I think that's great. Yeah, there, there's nothing wrong. With, I mean, I'm playing it and enjoying it. So who am I to complain? Nobody, nobody has actually really attempted to copy them yep. yet. Yep, that is true. For how long they've been out. Well, like there Demon was that Souls. there was that one really good one that uh, what was it called? Uh Slashy Souls. Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 That really good one. <laughs> but uh no, like for real, Demon Souls came out in like 08 or 09, I'll double check. 9 or something? Yeah, like it came out a while ago I'll and check. and that was the one that, you know, had a niche following for a long time and didn't really like grab the gaming community until Dark Souls. Right, 2009. So even then, even then like we've had enough time you'd think for more games like this to have come out and we still only really have Lords of the Fallen. Well, I think the funny thing about that is from a uh we only have Lords of the Fallen from like a uh, big retail release, but it seems like a lot of like indie games are really trying to take the Souls, capture the Souls essence with what they're doing like uh the Dishwasher Samurai uh, guys, that game that we were just talking about, Nick. Salt. Yeah, the the Salt and Sanctuary game. It's a 2D side-scroller that is heavily, heavily influenced by Souls. Mm-hmm. The creators have even said, like, we love the Souls series. This is kind of what we were going for. So that's just one that, example. And then that just came out on uh, PS4 and Vita, I think. And PC? No? Not yet. Oh, the okay. PC version isn't out yet. Um, 
And then below, Microsoft has Below coming out, which is also heavily Dark Souls inspired. That's been in development for a long time. I'm still unsure how actually Souls inspired that is. But let, let's forget the 2D stuff, mm-hmm. like the, because yeah. it's not totally the same. Yeah. The the 3D aspect of it is a huge portion because you need to have the the environment to like dodge big <laughs> bosses and enemies and whatever, and that's that's a huge part of Souls. Mm-hmm. So, Lords of the Fallen is very much a Souls-like. And in some ways it works, in some ways it does not work. I'm totally enjoying my way through it right now. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. I haven't decided yeah, that yet. Yeah, me neither. I, I haven't committed one way or the other. I'm kind of just playing it until I get bored. But I haven't got bored yet, so that's that's one cool thing about it. The, the uh, gameplay is absolutely just as engaging as souls because it's difficult you have to manage your stamina bar you have to watch your attack animations you have to vary your attacks you have to drink out of an estus flask you have to drink out of an estus <laughs> flask to heal so you have to time your healing and all that stuff uh the the bosses are very challenging you have to learn them you you're almost certainly not going to beat them on your first or maybe even second try which is cool Honestly, yep. like the they've I've I've fought four bosses now. All four of them have been radically different in how they fight you and and their attacks and they have multiple stages throughout the battle where they change how they attack. Like it's it's got something. Yeah, like they they are they have they have something with this series to, because to, there is another one that got announced. That's interesting. To speak to the difficulty, um I ran straight through to a boss called Commander, and uh, right. and Nick and Josh both told me like I probably should have done a few other things or leveled up a little bit more or whatever. And I spent over an hour fighting him. I did beat him, but I spent over a solid hour fighting him. And the weird thing is, I didn't get. I really can't say I got mad. Um, I'm not right. sure why. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I get madder whenever I screw up in Souls because I, nine times out of ten, I blame myself. Uh, there might be one yeah. where I think bullshit happened. Whereas Lords simply is not as good and does not play as well as Souls. And so a lot of times when I die, I'm like, well, I just got overwhelmed and there really wasn't anything I could do there or something something along right. those lines. But uh, d- just really to drive home this point to, for the listeners about how similar this game is. My poor girlfriend, who was used to just watching me pour hours and hours and hours into Souls for the past month, (laughs) uh, she walked in when she got home, and, you know, there I was circling a boss, and she's like, oh, you're playing Souls again? I was like, actually, no. But, you know, somebody who had witnessed me playing this game for a month, that's immediately what she thought it was. I mean, it looks and plays that similarly. Right, yep. So... Josh, you are. Un- I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you are disturbingly quiet. Well, I'm we'll just talk letting you guys him. go at it. We're gonna talk for him, and then then he'll okay. be forced to jump in. But uh, so, from what I understand, Josh loves it. I I really enjoy it. I think it, I I mentioned this on the past two podcasts that I was excited for this game to come out for free, and that I almost right. bought it at one point. So I was looking forward to playing it, and this is what I expected it to be. And I am enjoying my time with it. I'm like eight hours in now. I think I'm about halfway through. It, it is a short game comparative to like Souls. It's only a 
fifteen to twenty hour game to complete. Right. Yeah. But um, what you you gonna no 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 go ahead you start actually got got something to say. Uh, it's interesting to me. Alex mentioned you mentioned that it does not feel as good as Souls. Uh It absolutely does not feel as good as Souls. There's something. There's just something wrong about how it controls. It's clunkier. It's slower. It's it's clunky. It's slow. I my first thing that I noticed was that I feel like there's a delay in my button inputs. Yes, even if it's just a couple milliseconds, it there's a delay. Yeah, like like the slightest slightest delay is a big deal, and and I've got used to it now. Mm -hmm. Like I can account for it. But when I first started playing, that was immediately what I noticed. I was I tr- like, and it was it was more for the dodge. It, it wasn't so much the attacking; it was dodging, and it felt like every time I went to dodge, I was just a little too late, even though I knew for certain that I hit the button when yeah. I wanted to dodge. Yeah. So like it, there's like a weird animation, like slight delay in how he actually does his dodge. So yeah. I got used to it, but. It just, it just does not feel as good to me. I, it's interesting. I, I think you, uh, as long as you execute it in time, you said initially you were having trouble doing it late. I would say that it is, quote, easier to dodge in, in this game because you definitely get more invulnerability frames. You think so? I, I think so only because of my boss with the commander. I don't think I missed a single dodge with him and they never would have flown in souls. Never the dodges that I was doing. Mm. That that's just the impression I got. That's only on one boss. I might change my my mind on another. I actually feel like I get interrupted pretty often. Like it actually like it like I don't notice invincibility frames hmm. so far. Yeah, I don't well, know. Maybe I got lucky. That's I think totally are, possible. And I think it said you're invincible when you roll. Really? Okay. I think it did too, Simon. Okay. I think. Yeah. I I don't know because because I I haven't been relying on dodging. I, I do. I, that's all I do. Um, yeah, and I think I mentioned this to you, that even though I haven't played much Souls, I get that it's not, and I, I'm i not saying that I think Souls plays well or that it's tight, because I've, I've said that I don't think it is in the past. But I think Lords isn't quite as good as how Souls plays. Yeah. And I don't, I can't go into explaining that anymore but just my initial impressions and the time i spent with souls and lords i see what you guys mean with it not playing as well mm-hmm. but I, I i'm so into it right now that i'm i'm used to working with what it offers what it yeah, is of course what yeah i mean it has it has its own thing that you got to learn and you get used to and i and at this point i'm used to it mm-hmm. so that's a that's a very difficult thing to convey in in speech mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like it, the 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 feel of a game is so subjective to everybody and just it's such a stark comparison between souls in this game that they just it just does not feel as good to me and apparently Alex. so then what yeah, i got definitely. out of that statement of yours is that me saying that witcher plays better than souls is not you're wrong. objectively wrong. See, I, but you just said, you just said. <laughs> I, know, I know. And that's why I threw that out. I know. I still, but again, I would, I disagree completely, but. Subject. That's, yeah, that's also not something worth arguing about. We, there's other things to cover with, with this, with lords and souls. I don't know, uh, I don't know so, what you mean by that. So far, the only 
shitty glitchy thing that I encountered, which was very frustrating. So when you're fighting the commander, um, he goes into like a little shell mode and he'll spawn a guy to help him. And then once his health is like halfway gone, he'll spawn two instead of one. And basically uh -huh. you absolutely need to backstab the enemies to kill them off quickly before he comes out of his shell and then comes and puts his sword up your butthole. And basically uh, I did, I, I got a backstab on one of the guys and the animation failed. It started the animation and the guy just mm -hmm. slipped out of it. And I was swinging at the air in a yep. con you know, controlled animation that was the only time I really, really, really got mad at the game because I was like, that should not happen. That happened once last night. Yeah, to me. Yeah, and once. That was the only time I noticed it. Yeah. But it, back to invincibility frames real quick. Backstabbing in Souls, you, you are completely invincible. Yes, and, totally. And you are, you are in Lords, too. Yep. Once it works. Yes. But but the exact same thing happened to me because I I I, I was backstabbing a guy. And and he was like, and Lords is hilarious. Actually, Souls is just as bad because it totally stops everything and it goes into this canned animation of a backstab, mm -hmm. and and it's really goofy looking. Usually, Lords it like centers the camera on their back. Yeah, and uh, you know what's it weird? Did that. Sometimes it changes the camera. Sometimes it doesn't for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sometimes yeah, it's I, still, I thought it always did. Sometimes it's still the pulled back third person. Other times it has like this cinematic approach to it. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. It. It zoomed in on the back of the guy I was doing. <laughs> that sounded weird. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, we'll just blow right past that. The the enemy just like flew away, yeah. and I was left vulnerable. And I was like, "Well, what just happened?" <laughs> like it it went in to do the animation, and somehow he got out of it. And it and it was only that one time, but it it was like a really weird. I've never seen a backstab fail in souls yeah no definitely of, not like playing those games for hundreds of hours <laughs> so like it it was just a weird little glitch it happened once in my nine hours of playing lords but it yeah yeah there there are bugs in this game for sure yeah it, it's just it's not as it's not as polished it's not as smooth it's not as no. tight that's it's souls light i mean i no. cannot describe it any more accurately but it's fun. Baby's first Souls game. Yeah, and and it's really cool because, um, like I I kind of like the way it looks. Even uh, it's it's very different. I I prefer interesting. I prefer the realistic look of Souls, but this one it it really reminds me of it's Souls gameplay, and then mixed in with dialogue elements of Dragon Age and artistic elements of a Fable game. It has yes. like those big burly characters with huge sets yes. of broad shoulders like real big feet you know what i mean i don't know I was just, thinking that's real real exaggerated exaggerated great and, word yeah and weapons and stuff i yeah. was thinking dark yeah. siders the entire time dark, dark siders, siders also yeah sure. yep good call i do not like the look of this game oh really at all well like no. I, yeah i totally prefer souls i just i don't dislike this yeah. one at all for me i i don't <laughs> I have a really stupid comparison that is probably going to be lost on a lot of people. I think I think Lords of the Fallen is like new metal. <laughs> the new metal and, of and souls. Dark, and and Dark Souls is like black metal. Actual metal. It's like actual metal. Okay. And, and it has it has such a better, cleaner aesthetic. I don't and Lords is kind of just I don't think that's a stupid we, analogy. Actually. 
can we start uh, using metal subgenres as how games look? Yes, and I mean for for medieval thing. for medieval fantasy games, it's a appropriate descriptor. Like can you say yeah. bayonetta would be power metal or thrash metal. Sure, thrash metal. Um, bayonetta's like the, glam. Okay, we'll do glam. Ninja guy would be thrash. The thing with black metal for uh, souls, I get that, and see part part of the dread that I get in souls is from the way it looks. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, I could not draw any of that dread from Lords of the Fallen at any point. Absolutely not. Lords, it's it's like a little the like Fable and Darksiders and everything. Lords is a little too cartoony. cartoony. Yep. And and that's fine. Like that that's they need to do their own thing. Obviously, like it doesn't need to look like souls. Yeah. But it it just doesn't do it for me. Like and and it goes it goes across the entire game. Like the UI. Oh, the UI. I terrible. hate. It's not. Yeah, good at I all. hate. You I know hate what? The menu. You know what's I so hate funny? The drawings of everything. The menus and specifically the inventory wheel. Guess what? It's identical to. What Van Helsing. Oh, Van that Hel- is oh, really? exactly what that Van Helsing game works. There's a it's, lot it's of games identical. that have a lot their... of games do that. Diablo yeah. set up the same way. How? Yeah, you, Diablo. It actually it, looks a lot more like Diablo. AKA, that's probably why Van Helsing. Yeah. Looks okay. That way. Well, there you go. Now we've solved that mystery there. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a common UI for that type of game, but yeah, I don't like it. I just, I just don't like the the overall appearance and art direction of Lords is just like. It, it's so shitty to say lazy, but it seems lazy. Like, it looks like every other fantasy role-playing game ever, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it doesn't it doesn't have anything that sets it apart at all. I don't disagree with that, but I also don't think it's something to hate on it for. It's, you're, it's what you're looking at the entire time <laughs> you're playing. I don't know. I, that, yeah, but that's but... a big... That's a big thing for me mm-hmm. yeah. in a lot of things like i absolutely take 50 percent plus of my enjoyment away from the art what am i staring at this whole this whole time what oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i was confused by <laughs> the your literal i was like did i freeze <laughs> yeah no like and, and and again that comparison with like like metal music i i love extreme metal and there's there's an aesthetic that goes along with it of like sublime darkness and splendor and whatever. And, and souls captures that stuff. Like yeah. <laughs> everything in souls in all of the games, people hated on two because they thought it was sloppy, but two has some great looking environments. Souls is so metal is what you're trying it, to say. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. And, and for me, that's like totally a personal thing for me specifically but there's also an objective truth to the art direction in souls like they they pour a lot of effort into stuff like that and i just don't think they did in lords like like the look of lords is like well this is what fantasy rpgs usually look like you know like then we're just gonna kind of mimic that stuff yeah and that that's that's i know a, a personal thing but it's a big deal for me. No, I, I, I also, get it. It's the same thing with the enemies too, because the enemy variety is very minimal. Enemy variety. I can tell is that already. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, what is it? The Rogar? That's pretty much all it is the entire time. Well, I'm sure that's that is all it's going to it's be. Like yeah. Dark Spawn. But they all they all look they all look pretty similar for the most part. I mean, 
some of the bosses have been all right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like, I like how the bosses fall apart. Like I said, they go through those stages and they lose armor, mm-hmm. at least for the first four that I've fought, and that that's pretty cool. But the yeah, the run of the mill enemies that you're fighting, they all just look they all they all have sharp edges and spikes, and <laughs> that's kind of all you can see. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile. You can't get more variety than you do in Souls as far as what you're fighting goes. Yeah, like, yeah, it it just yeah, and and I also it's just a more polished. It's a more polished series. It's established. Like this is the first game. Like Lords is only one game, so it can't be too hard on it mm-hmm. because who knows what the second one will be. But yeah, I, I started off saying sort of that I liked it, uh, and I also I I should clarify because I'm on board and agree with everything that you said, Nick, about that and the comparisons and everything. I was basically I was saying it on a much more cosmetic level, not so much style. Like I know this sounds yeah. weird, but I feel like for Xbox One, I, I I could be wrong. I feel like I would struggle to come up with ten full retail current generation games that I've played. I could be wrong. Maybe I have played that many. But yeah. I do a lot of retro gaming. I play some stuff that's older. And as a result, whenever I see a a pretty big budget free retail current gen game, I just I'm satisfied with the crispiness of it, I guess. The style mm. is I I agree it also doesn't do it for me. But it, like it I think it looks good enough um cosmetically. Is do you see what I'm saying? The difference between like style. I think I get and, what you mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just the the traditional sense of the word graphics. I think the graphics are good. I think, and and again, I said it, it's it's unfair. This is completely unfair to say that it was lazy. They do what they went for well. Yeah, like it it looks good. It's like the idea is lazy, so, not the work. <laughs> yeah, it's the idea. Yep. It is also two years old, which. That's not that old. I was gonna say I feel like that is old in an early part of a generation. Mm, I don't know. And yeah, whatever. Disregard them. <laughs> Disregard. I mean, if, I if you look, if you look at if you look at games two years ago compared to games coming out today, then they're gonna be different. You're they're gonna look different. I would disagree, but well, that's at an early discussion. generation, like two years ago, the Xbox One was still in its early phases, so they were probably developing on old technology because the xbox one wasn't in its full cycle yet lords of the fallen was developed specifically for this generation though i'm not gonna be able to phrase it wasn't on it wasn't on 360 and ps3 i know and i'm looking at it completely differently so yeah i don't, I don't gonna, know I'm, what you mean yeah, i'm not gonna try to get into this <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm, I'm avoiding all arguments this episode i'm surprised we're not arguing well there's nothing to I argue about I, I like the game it's a, i think the game is fine I wanted I want to attack you and jump down your throat about <laughs> why you like it versus Souls, but I don't. I just there's no reason to. And I don't. I don't know. Maybe at the time I was playing Souls, it wasn't what I was looking for, and maybe now, maybe now that three's coming out, I'm going to enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you maybe were in a pissy right video now, game I, mood. Maybe you could have been in a pissy video. I could have been in a pissy video game mood. <laughs> uh, maybe. Like you guys were saying, though, is this is a light version of Souls. So maybe yeah. I'm not going to get into the full version of Souls. Baby steps. It's an in between. Yeah, it's like an in between, more hack and slashy, cartoony game mm-hmm. and Souls. It's like a stepping stone. Now, I will say, years ago, I would have never been into either of these games at all. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I've noticed lately that my, my 
tendencies of playing games and the games I choose to play have absolutely changed with my age. Yeah, you I yeah, you wouldn't have really been playing like a fantasy anything mm-hmm. actually. No, I, I pick and choose much differently now as compared to when I was in college or high school or Yeah. Yeah. But maybe with Souls coming out in what less than a month now? A couple weeks. Yeah. Very excited. Maybe I will actually almost it. a month. Was it April twelfth? Yeah, so yeah, April twelfth. About a month. Yeah. So I can't wait for Souls to come out and just be in love with it. And you'd be super pissed off because I know you will. I'm be. over it, but I'll but I'll at least win five dollars. Is that still on? Oh yeah, I'm I'm. I don't Wait, care. I thought it was five dollars if I don't get through it. Yeah, which I don't think you'll get through it. You might like it, but I don't think you'll finish it. If I like it, I'm going to play it. Mm. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, mm. I'm not like that. If I like a game, I'm gonna play through it. I'm, there's, I'm not gonna put it down. Okay. Also, it's <laughs> it's it's worth noting, Nick, if you wanted to start. And just beat Dark Souls 2. You could probably do that in, what, 20 hours, maybe? 30? You know what I mean? No way, dude. You don't think you so? think so? No, 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 no. Really? That that game that game straight through is at least 50 hours, I think. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's a long game. Okay. No, okay. Yeah, you, have to go, you have to go through a lot of major well, stories. Well, I can remember thinking I, whenever I got to the Iron Keep and I texted you and I was like, am I getting close? You're like, no, you're nowhere near. So no, that makes nowhere sense. near it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to, I was talking to Steve the other day cause he, he's making killer progress. He's gotten through those four first four main bosses and he was asking where to go, you know, and then you go to the yeah sh- uh, shrine of winter and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you're right. It probably would be closer to 40 or 50. So I think, I think the first dark souls is maybe a little shorter. Yeah, maybe. And then if you yeah. want to fly through it, as you well know, I technically flew through Demon Souls. So they've just been, th- yeah. they've been getting longer, yep. for sure. Yep. Which is awesome. What an awesome trait. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm that those are the Trend. Game, like yeah, the, like the the length of time in a game doesn't necessarily indicate quality, obviously, but, no. but for those games, I want that. Yeah, like I for want those games just it's always just added value straight up. Yeah, I just want more and more content yeah. from them. But so what else have you been playing? Um, I finished South Park. I don't know if I. Talked so you about did that. end up finishing it, because I thought at one yeah. point you thought you might not. Yeah, I was. I mean, like I said, the gameplay is repetitive, mm-hmm. very, very repetitive, and frustrating, and annoying, and I didn't want to do it. But I'm glad I finished it because it was really funny and and I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, that S- South Park's still very funny if yeah if you're open to that mm-hmm. <laughs> and. And that game tells a super ridiculous story, and it was just totally enjoyable. I so I looking back, I don't know why I didn't buy it when it was on sale for like five bucks on Xbox. I was talking I, about doing it, and I forgot, and I didn't get around to it. And oh well. and then you pulled a Josh Simon dying light. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I would imagine you not getting through that game because of the turn-based. But you said it was pretty simple, right? It's simple, but you do it a lot, uh, yeah. and you don't like it. Yeah. So, and I like it for the most part in a lot of games, and even I was very irritated. You know what? Within a couple hours. Uh, who knows? I haven't played a turn-based game in who knows how long, and maybe with how I've changed with games, maybe I'll like maybe. them now. Yeah. Maybe I should play Child of Light to see if that happens, because I do own that. Ooh, Child of Light's another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
a game I very much enjoyed with a very repetitive and annoying battle system. All right, yeah. well, then you can me not to. By, by the end of that game, I was like, man, I don't want to fight anything. I hate fighting things in this game. <laughs> All right, well, that convinced me. <laughs> but but that game was beautiful. I, I enjoyed I still have it downloaded. It, I'd like to I get around it. I playing it because it was, it was gorgeous artwork the entire time. That was my 100% my enjoyment of that game. It didn't have a good story. It didn't have good fighting. It was all how it looked Ubi, for me. Ubi Art hasn't had a game for a while, I don't think. Thinking about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Probably. I think we're forgetting something. But that's right. Anything else? Or just yeah. South Park? Uh, I started playing a Civilization game. Uh, I, I would never be able to play yeah. one of those. I I had wanted to play Civilization Five for a long time. And I finally bought it on the last sale and just now got around to playing it. It's... It's super addictive <laughs> because I don't know if you guys have heard the the one more turn thing mm-hmm. that has got that that basically is attached to games like Civ and and other turn based strategy games where you just get caught in this loop of well I want to see what happens next and I just want to keep going and I just want to keep going it's only one more turn mm-hmm. maybe something big will happen and I'll just keep playing. And like that just continues and continues and continues. I've put like 15 hours in that game in a week. I love and, how like, old that game I love is, it. yet how impactful and how much it's still played across. The yeah, yeah, it has a ravenous fan base. Yeah, and, and like the series has been around for so long. And 5, five is radically different than the other ones as far as I know. So I want to at least check out 4 someday to see like the older style. Um. I think I think what five started was the hex based thing where the map is broken up into hexagons and you take over tiles. Mm-hmm. I do not believe the older ones work that way. I could be wrong, but there there are other games that now have spawned way, like after that and use the whole grid thing. And I want to check out more of those. There's a fantasy one called Endless Legend that I want to play. That's been on my wish list for two years now. I think. <laughs> Talk about so, backlog. <laughs> two years. Oh yeah, my my Steam wish list has been like twenty games deep for a long time. Um, it's just what whenever I get around to it. You, you know? sent me a snap the other day that that's like overwhelming about Sid. Mm-hmm. Is that what it looks like the entire? Is that like what actually you play on? Yeah, you're always you're always looking at the top down map view of and of like your cities, and it continually expands, and it'll go into like that game is all menus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's a. That's a basically how a strategy game is. That's why I just not get into it. You're just picking choices, deciding what to, you know, build. I mean, there is battle. Like you choose things to like you can set up battles and fight things, but all it is is picking a unit, moving it here, and telling it to attack something. You know, Mm -hmm. and and there's plenty of animation and stuff. Like there, there's all that. But yeah, you're only looking at that top-down map view. Because it's a strategy game, so you need to see that overall, world. you know, world to see what you're going to do. Because the, I really like the politics of that game. <laughs> like it, you, you, it, you're obviously going up against other civilizations, and you're just making choices politically, economically. Etc. Mil- military wise, like I, I haven't been focusing on military because I, my first game I started, I just let it go on the default settings, like a really small game. Nobody's very aggressive, 
and I, I'm just focusing on other stuff to learn it. Like, this is like a tutorial for me, basically. Um, Wonder when yeah. our president and political system are going to be run by an AI computer based on a game like this. <laughs> Someday. Yeah, really. Probably. Yeah. So are you- make Make the most make the best decision based purely on numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you just using that to hold you off to souls or is there anything else coming out soon? Well, uh, like this is a game that I'm not just going to play and then never play again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like something I'll come back to start up a game, play through a, a civilization, see if I win. If I don't win, then I'll check out another one. Right now, I'm currently playing as Arabia. Because <laughs> okay. uh, that's what it defaulted to. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll I'll go with that. So, it's cool. Uh, I, it's just super cool. I don't know. I, it's definitely a specific type of game for, for people. Mm-hmm. Because you really are just managing a menu. And picking what to build and when to build it. And these are my resources. But... I don't know. It's tough too. Like like this morning when I was playing, I've had I've been on good terms with every civilization in the game so far. Um, it's just a funny concept to me. All of a sudden, everybody just started denouncing me, and I think it's because I'm winning, sort of like it. Like you, there's multiple ways to win the game, which is another really cool aspect. But I have been on good terms with everybody, and then like out of nowhere, two, three of them were like we're no longer friends, we're denouncing you, and now they're hostile to me. So, like, I don't know what that necessarily it, means. They didn't declare war, but for some reason, it's just really funny. It reminds me, it's probably because I would just watched it, it reminds me of the park episode, the Parks and Rec episode where they, uh, the international treaty, or the, where they, uh, Leslie and Ben, like, have a, uh, a country. Do you remember that? It was an early episode. So you might not remember I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, did I did I mention Firewatch last week? I don't think I did. No, we didn't talk about Firewatch. So I finally played Firewatch. Mm-hmm. And when you initially talked about it, well, when you initially didn't talk about it because you can't really talk much about it because it's all narrative right. based. Mm-hmm. Um, all I want to say about it really is after thinking about it for a couple days, I f- think that's required game. A required. Oh game. wow, you that's think quite so? an I, I think so. Uh, because. This it's pretty much solely because it's one of those games that had me thinking about it days after I finished it, mm-hmm. and I think that's very important for a narrative based game. It like definitely like I'll I'll be the first to say when I finished Gone Home, I finished Gone Home. Like I mm-hmm. I didn't really think much about it. Like that was the end of it. But after finishing Firewatch, I thought about it for a while. That's it. Yeah, and I guess I read online like a lot of. Uh park rangers and like those actual firewatch people were just like it naturally really struck a chord with them like mm-hmm. they thought it was just the best thing ever for, for the, no doubt for those reasons narratively firewatch fails a lot but mm-hmm. as a game and an experience it's it's a cool thing like the the whole park ranger thing and i think i called it like a hiking simulator mm-hmm. kind of like it it's cool. And it, like it in in the way that it tells you a story and dialogue choices are done really well because you don't feel pressure to pick like a path. You're just having a conversation with somebody. That and it it kind of had three three-ish stories all intertwined into one well, story that went yeah. places I wasn't expecting. Like yes. like the the story of that <laughs> game 
it like it there it goes through a complete 180 at one point where multiple points. multiple points <laughs> but like the major yeah. the major turning point i remember being like oh why well, I, I did not see that happening but it makes complete mm-hmm. sense yeah it's uh it's hard to just allude to everything mm-hmm. without talking outright about it but i liked and disliked the story it told <laughs> I just liked how how it was told, you know, in that you're a park ranger in the wilderness and you're wandering around a beautiful environment mm-hmm. talking to some lady on a walkie-talkie. Like that that was super engaging for whatever reason. So, and in the story it like it's so hard to not get into it, but I feel like it's been long enough we can almost mention some things. Alex, you think you'll play it? I gotta be honest with Josh's double endorsement. I feel like, I feel like I'm under obligation now. Well, you have to get you have to get it on PC. That's the thing. I don't know how you would. Mm. You played you played it on Mac. Yeah, Simon. Well, don't don't worry about it then. I would say. Well, I'm not even gonna spoil it. Really, all I was gonna say was what I took away from it is probably what is probably different than maybe what you took away from it or what other people took away from it. Like the main story I got out of that was not to run away from your problems, which. Yeah. Which wasn't even the story itself. Like the first, the opening act with the text and your wife and what's happening to your wife before you actually go to the Firewatch uh-huh. was what I got away from that story. Like he was running away from his problem. You got the moral of the story, basically. Yeah. And like the, the, what he's actually going through being a Firewatch, I don't consider that the story at all as compared to what why he went away. Your story is symbolic. That was your takeaway. Well, and that's that's like... That's what I mean when I say, like, the the narrative failed in a lot of ways because it tries to make this other thing happen without it really needing to happen. Like, it forces this other plot on you that... Which plot? The dude and his... Wife thing? Oh, the... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're... And that's vague enough (laughs) that that doesn't really tell anybody anything. But, like, that seriously came out of nowhere. It did. And that was the 180 I was, I was talking about. And I did not like that. And I think a lot of people didn't like that because it's just like why? Well, it's almost you like, know, like why? leading up to that, I was expecting something more mi- something something, something else. else. I want to say something more mind-blowing. Like something like, holy shit, this, yeah. this kind of thing is going on where this thing that happened with the son and his dad, it was just like oh, okay, that was mentioned once earlier in the game. I don't really remember what they were doing out here anyways. Yeah. But okay. Yes. Cool. It's it it goes back to like your thing, like don't run away from your problems. Like that's absolutely a theme of the game. And that works and that stuff works, but I think like that stuff just coming out of nowhere and it was kind of like a 180 and a, it was a twist for twists sake. You know. Mm-hmm. That and it, it, didn't really add much to the game. And how did you feel about the whole other uh, Firewatch, the lady? I forget her name. That was the best part. You that think was that was the, the best, best part of the game? Her, her leaving, or yeah, so yeah. You well, thought I she mean, would yeah, be there. Well, and and what I what I was going to say was that the way, why I like the game so much is that it feels very human. Yes, like it's. It's like there's no, there's nothing you can really do to get away from something that terrible that happened in your life. Like you can't, you can't run away. 
and you kind of just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you uh build up expectations for something to happen, which they do for the player, and then nothing happens, like that's life. You know, like shit happens mm-hmm. and you can't really do much about mm-hmm. it. And I thought that worked really well. So then don't you think with, with Delilah. Well then don't you think possibly that, that whole one eighty point with the kid and his father wasn't lazy? Do you think maybe that's what No, they I'm were not trying? I didn't I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's lazy or anything. And and it it fits within the theme. I just don't think it fits within the story of Henry and Delilah. Like it, it felt like a well, it's it's not red hair. That's not Henry's story. That was Delilah's story. That was what she was running away from because she remember like she knew. I guess so. Like it, yeah, if, I if guess she, so. Like how would you feel in that sense where you knew you could have prevented a child's death? Yeah, no, it kind of I yeah. Well, now now we just spoiled it. So well, <laughs> okay, okay. So that's how we start. Like I said that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I you said you weren't going uh, to, well, but okay. It's been um, long enough. It has. I agree, and and it's a just that's the only way to talk about the game. Put a but, note. Uh, put a note in the description, anyways, for other people. Yeah, I will. The uh, I get what you mean mm-hmm. because it builds it out, or it starts the game out as this is Henry's story. This is what he's running away from. But then you build up this relationship with Delilah, and actually, she kind of experienced the same thing. You're right. And the the worst part is, is she didn't experience that until you figured it out for her. Yeah, yeah, it's like you were it's like you were a part of that revelation for her instead of just reading it after the fact like you do for Henry. It's almost like you were it's almost like you were playing a part of her story and she was a playing yeah. a part of yours. Yeah. Oh man, now I'm thinking about it even more. See, this is mm-hmm. why I like this game so much. It's a good it's good. <laughs> like it's definitely good. It's also not good and, in some ways and we but, didn't even, but that's fine we didn't even touch on like that whole other thing with the two girls like i thought that was something important for no. the longest time and all of a sudden it was just like oh they were found in a in a jail and it was just written out with a line of dialogue yep. that was really lame actually yep. <laughs> i see i would even watch a playthrough but i feel like that isolation and the hiking simulator aspect is part of the experience true it is yeah i feel yes, like that would be it, one of the things that would make it worth playing yeah, and and I actually again, you know, people say Gone Home was not worth playing, but actually the major aspect that I liked in Gone Home was that you are pushing the player through this house and digging through drawers and everything yeah. that you are doing. I I learned I learned my lesson from watching a video of PT. I got very little out of uh, it because that is 90% player based. Like right, like you based. need to build that sense of dread because you're you're opening that door. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. a pro and always will be. A, I just don't think let's plays will ever give you the experience of playing that yeah. kind of game. So no, I, it's I it's different. Like like I said, it works for certain things. Like Soma worked for me because I hate fucking playing <laughs> that. Like I hate it. I hate it. I hate doing the monster stuff. <laughs> it's stupid. So I'm glad I could just watch it. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing with uh, until dawn. like I, like until dawn. I would never want to really play that, like because you're just it's just quick time events. Yeah, yeah but like see, what are you really getting out of that? Playing something like until dawn, there's so many decisions that you can make on your own that you don't get the opportunity to. But I don't. I I understand that. Same but with heavy I'm rain. Okay Josh. With wa- I'm okay with watching somebody make those decisions because the decision is not really that important to me. It was like I just want to see what happens. You know, I don't. 
I don't know. It's pers- It's a personal thing, mm-hmm. but it's something like Firewatch, no, I wouldn't watch a Let's Play of. Like, I wanted to play it. So, and it worked. I liked playing it, for the most part. Yeah, so, I think it's a must-play. Well, not the, if you listen to this, obviously, now you It'd be spoiled. It's still, it's still. I would still. That because, wouldn't. Like, that doesn't ruin anything for me. I would. Yeah. Still I mean, play the, it if I could. That's the. That's the thing. Like when I say it was a twist for twist's sake. Like, at the end of the day, that is not what I was looking for in the game. Like they build it up that way, and they kind of, you know, do the one eighty and mess with your expectations and stuff. But like, after thinking about it. I liked just moving around in this forest. They, they build up as that Henry story and talking to this woman. They build it up on a on a grander scale than what actually ends up happening. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and like it really frankly made me think about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like that that the opening to that game it worked for some people and it didn't work for some people. It's funny you say but, that because I loved how that was opened. Like I loved the text base just basic ass story like i really enjoyed that but i was just yeah. listening to um the newest kind of funny yeah and the one dude hated the one guy it. hated it he says it was yeah a cop out essentially not and he said it and he said it was poorly written which i thought was interesting mm-hmm. but i didn't even notice the writing i was more concerned with the content mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and I, I like how it but, made uh, you pick choices that didn't matter at all but it still made well, that's feel, the game yeah it still made you feel involved it makes you feel it like it's what you would do in this situation and that and you know we already spoiled everything else the the reason henry is a firewatch is because his wife gets early onset alzheimers and it's like that's something i never even knew existed and that's how horrifying. how early nick 30s like 40 30s 40s Ooh, okay yeah horrifying so, and he that. runs away from having to take care of her essentially well he doesn't necessarily run well it depends i guess mm-hmm. actually because the one the one thing that i picked was that i tried to take care of her and he gets into an accident because he's constantly oh, a, leaving to get drunk a D, he gets a dui he gets a dui and gets put in jail and her family comes and basically takes her away from you that and right. like that that's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you you, think, like, if I'm in this situation, like, I'd do everything to try and help. Because the other option was just putting her in a home, which is equally terrible. And, and like, you think that you have this opportunity to make a difference and change things, or at least help things. And it kind of just blows up in Henry's face. Mm-hmm. And he still can't cope with it. And just starts drinking heavily, and like I don't know, it's it's very believable. Yeah, and then you know? and then and then he does leave to do this whole fire watch thing. He he yeah. meets this other woman who he actually never even meets her. Like it's just all yeah. talking through yeah. the radio that he he eventually says, "Hey, you know, come come with me." Like he is pretty much falling in love with her in this short amount of time, but she leaves mm-hmm. at the end without even meeting, saying, "Hey, no, you need to go take care of this." Well, and also she has her own issues and has been, she's been in isolation for a long time because mm-hmm. she's an experienced Firewatch and like, who knows what else shit she's been through in her life that made her run away from everything. So like, yeah, it, it just feels very personal mm-hmm. and real in a lot of ways. And it's 
that's what's done really well. But I don't know. It didn't work for some people. I don't, I don't know what a lot of, like, some critics were expecting. It did get hyped up. That, that game did have a lot of hype. They, they leaned hard into nobody really knowing what it was about, but they couldn't really give you any info leading up to it coming out because it would ruin everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think it played perfectly fine. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> the gameplay worked. Well, well nowadays, so. that's unusual. Uh, well, <laughs> apparently the PS4 version of that game was a nightmare. Oh, okay, launch. well, case in point. Yeah, like uh, really bad technical problems, game game saves, br- like breaking and uh, being corrupted, and yeah. PC had no problems. <laughs> it's hit or miss, though. Console versus PC. Some things work, some things don't. That's yeah. how it is. Speaking of PC and console, you want to get into yeah, the news? Yeah, let's, uh, let's jump into some news real quick. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Um, on the topic of games we're playing, and you know, we talked Fallout to death. Oh, we just we just forget you, Alex. Okay, I'll see you guys. <laughs> no, okay. I, okay. I, I have I just have a a preference question. First of all, do you listen to the rate? Did you listen to the radio on Fallout Four? No, no. That's so crazy to me. Okay, I'm a radio. Yeah, I listener. Ju- I just don't. I I don't know. It doesn't. I get the idea. Like it's fun. But well, it I, I, lo- I love to... that music too. I don't what, listen Josh? to music in games. Okay, well. Remember, I've I've always been a radio guy in the Fallout's. Um, they so screwed up in this game for some reason. They don't go through the whole loop of tracks. Like you'll hear a song, like oh, weird, yeah. And then there's a song that you haven't heard for a half an hour of gameplay. I hate it. And the DJ is horrible, and I want to kill him. I don't <laughs> like. I don't know what they were thinking with that. It's awful. You go go. From, I don't know what they were thinking with a lot of you, that. You, game. Yeah, you go from three dog to this piece of shit that I want dead. So that's my one comment. <laughs> and the other thing, did you ever use the power armor? No, absolutely. <laughs> okay, Josh. Good. I'm glad to hear. Well, that. there there are points where you have to you have like to. radiated places. Yes. Super. Okay. I, I used it when I had to, but other than that, no, I never used it. That. Totally takes me out of the game. Haven't touched it since I started it, and I was cur- why I don't like it. It takes like me out it. of. It doesn't feel like Fallout to me. Um, and I don't feel really? I don't feel like having to. Where is it on the map? Take out the fusion car- like that takes me out. Of, that takes me out of Fallout. Nick's appalled. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I am because I I've heard most people didn't like the power armor. I loved upgrading my suit. I had a million suits. I really only focused on one of them, but like. I would, you know, run around well, as my dude for a while, here, and then I'd jump into the power armor and just wreck Here's everybody. what's awesome. Like, that was fun. Clearly, you can do either one, and you are not punished either way, which is awesome. Yeah, you don't have to, you yeah. don't have to use it at That's all. That's great. But I asked my brother, too. 90 hours in, hasn't touched it since the beginning of the game. Yeah, Ty, I don't think Tyler did either, my buddy Tyler. Yeah. He, he, uh, and he's played that game probably for 200-some hours. Yeah, the only, I, I wanted to... Josh jumped in with Firewatch. I had a great segue prepared because you were talking about Civilization, and there's that song called Civilization by Danny Kay, but my uh, attempts were thwarted. So <laughs> that's all I wanted to ask you guys about was the radio and the power suit. Two interesting things about Fallout that people are very different on. Yeah, totally I, I different like game experiences. Suit. I tried to. Yeah, I, tried I, to I never. I always knew exactly where it was. I always had it at one. Yeah, it, spot. it says it on your map. I, I'm being petty, but. I had I had all of my stuff right beside it. I collected as many pieces that I could, brought them all back. They were all in a huddle around <laughs> around one of my spots in my uh whatever the first settlement is. Sanctuary. Like, it was kind of funny. 
Yeah. Uh, Sanctuary? I had yeah. two yeah. power they... suits, and one was in Sanctuary, and one was in the gas station a little bit further away from Sanctuary. That's it. Yeah, I never I never moved them. I only used one. Like, and, and, and like, built the shit out of that one. I tried to play through Fallout as similarly as Fallout 3 as I could. So, none of the new things they had. Hmm. But what's Fallout? You upgraded weapons, though. I did upgrade weapons, but that, that was in New Vegas, kind of. So. It was. Whatever. Yeah, it was. Sort of. What's Fallout? The new DLC comes out next week. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Yeah, I have the fever six months, four months after it came out. The fever's in full swing. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun to play. It is. <laughs> that's, that's my review. It's fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> Once I forgot about settlements. That's it. Yes. So news. Yes, news. Yes. Thank you. Go for Thanks it. Thanks for including me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Xbox announced cross-platform, or they're open to cross-platform multiplayer, with uh, Rocket League being the first one taking the dive, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocket League has been a runaway success on everything, even Xbox, and uh, the the bad part was that it was closed off to only playing against Xbox, where the PS4 and PC versions of Rocket League have always been able to cross-play. So now it's just opening up the uh, even bigger player base, and it's probably going to make Rocket League last even longer. It, al- it already had consistent high numbers for players. Now it's just a bigger pool of people. But the news with this is that Xbox wants that to be for everything. They're open to cross-platform on any game. It's just up to the developers to implement it. <laughs> and Sony sort of doesn't sound too jazzed about yeah, it. Yeah, it's surprising I thought they that did. Microsoft did that, took that step to me. They just, they just came out and announced. Sony made the announcement that we are fully open to making things to cross platforms to help the consumers in any way or something along those lines. I just read a thing from Shuhei Yoshida. Oh, did he say something else? That said that said it was it was much more reserved. Okay. Like he said we've been doing this with certain games, you know, we did it with Rocket League and it's been a thing for a while. It it doesn't make it's it, it was almost like he said it kind of doesn't make business sense for us to make that an overarching thing because if you want to play with your friends on PS4 then you have to buy a PS4 you know yeah so it there it's it's almost like it was almost like a PR move from Microsoft because who knows if anybody actually will do anything other than Rocket League but like they were just doing some form of like goodwill like hey we're open to it but it's all on everybody else mm-hmm. you know <laughs> we're not somebody else has to take the first move so, yeah, like somebody somebody had to at least make that first step, and Microsoft took that first step, yeah. basically. And But you know what? That does make sense for Yoshida to say something like that, just because of, I mean, they're outselling the Xbox two to one. Yeah, like, they're on what, they're on top. Why, why would they, what business sense would that make for them? Yeah, exactly. So, unfortunately, I do get that, but if cross and and his his statement was also to like manage everybody's expectations he was like cross platform with cl- play with closed systems like the PlayStation and Xbox isn't as easy as everybody thinks like it can be done and Rocket League's going to figure it out and whatever but he was kind of just saying like 
don't get your hopes up, it might not happen. You know. Speaking of Rocket League, that, that died out on me pretty quick. And I played a couple games last night, and I played two games of Halo. I'm excited and that I was done. I'm excited that I'll be able to play the PC version yeah. with Xbox players because I would much rather play it on my PC. It yeah. runs better. <laughs> so, and and I'm I'm curious how the whole party thing would work because I figured I could just party chat through the Xbox app. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. Now. Yeah. Because you, you that's that the now. thing. Like there is there is crossplay with PS4 and PC Rocket League, but you can't chat within game. Hmm. So. It's kind of just a pool of players, and I think maybe you can send invites to your friends or something, but you can't chat because it's how do you do that going through the two systems. It works with Xbox because it has a Windows app that that syncs with Xbox, which is still really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Crossplay. So. Crossplay, yeah. What else? So... We talked two episodes ago about how Xbox was not clear about their possibly upgrading hardware stuff, and then now yesterday Sony is a new, all over the yeah, place. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday a news story broke that Sony has absolutely been looking into doing something like this. The PS four point five, and and it's even further along than than we realize. Like they're basically, it's not for certain. It's not certain. It's just hearsay from developers and whatnot. This was, but... this was hearsay so long ago. I remember Giant Bomb talking about it, how 4K systems were potentially in the works. And that's what this 4.5 is. Yeah. It's a 4K system. Right. So this, this has so, been around for a long time. It's just now resurfacing. And getting a little more concrete yes. and very believable. So the, the, the thing is, is that Kotaku broke in a story that they're looking into and actively developing an upgraded version of the PlayStation 4 that theoretically is possible to run games in 4K, which, you know, would have better hardware just all around and would make games perform better. And and as I've been saying this generation, these consoles are outdated. They're not probably going to be around as long as we think. Like, that was why Xbox kind of made that statement. They're almost certainly working on a upgraded version of the Xbox. And now that now that PlayStation basically is too, it's just a matter of time. And like what does that mean? Like how does that work? How does that impact the install base? Is there going to be a program to trade in your old one and get a new one at a lower price? Or are they just going to say Sorry, here's this new one. If you want to get the better one, here it is. I and I, that's what I see. I'm I'm glad I've evolved because the five year ago me, I have to have it. I could not give less of a shit. Like, what if there is a trade in program? Though? No, what if you can get a new one no, for like a hundred or two hundred dollars? I would effort. That. I don't. I don't care. I I don't care enough about 4K right now. Doesn't well, matter to me. Uh, well, not even not even the 4K, just performance. Like, what if your games loaded faster? And what if, if it was significantly better? faster? And it w- it it would have to and be. and a hundred dollars, maybe two hundred, not worth it to me. So you you do get a lot of use out of your Xbox, right? Tons, yeah. You've almost certainly already got your three hundred dollars worth. Yes, I would say yes. So why not 
because something like loading times, unless it's a game where they're excruciating and it takes them down to almost instant, that's not worth the trade-in for me. So, I don't know. Does Witcher have really bad loading times? Uh, yeah, it can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 30, 60 seconds? Like 45 seconds. I, I And I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... It, there's There would be an overall... Of course. Performance increase. Yeah. yeah I, it's not just but load times. But my my point is... Size. I have not had issues with really anything. Um, there have been a couple really long loading screens in Fallout. Actually, I hated them quite a bit. But yep. um, if I had more experience with games and frame rate issues and really long loading screens and horrible rendering issues, then maybe. My thing is I simply haven't. I have not experienced bad loading times on more than Fallout. I Except for Van Helsing. Who cares? Um, and I haven't had problems with graphics. I haven't had problems with frame rates. So there's, there's no incentive for me personally to pay money to improve something that to me does not need to be improved. If there were problems with games going forward, then yeah, I would. I wonder how PlayStation is going to spin it because the, the whole other thing was that this splits development like now, now develop, it actually makes it harder on developers because they have to not only support better hardware on a closed platform, now they have to potentially take a step back and make it work on the older versions of PS4 or Xbox. And, like, that's what everybody's afraid of. And how is that going to work? Like, does it does it basically force the hand of people like you where, okay, I'm just not getting one, and that's it, I guess I'm done. Yeah. Or get this so you can continue having stuff mm-hmm. unless it upreses on its own and they don't have to like developers don't have to worry about 4k like developing for 4k well w- w- and we're for, like we're f- totally skipping over the 4k thing 4k is not easy to do on pc mm-hmm. right now so i don't know what they're talking about trying to do this with a console that's cost effective <laughs> You know, like it that I just don't understand what they're planning. Like maybe maybe this is leaking at a very early stage and the PlayStation four point five isn't even close to coming out. So but I don't know. I, I'm I don't I could care less about the four K thing. I stuff looks I, great. I'm happy. <laughs> I think yeah well, yeah, and like Um I told you guys I told you guys in, in our chat that like there is a new f- a version of Blu-rays coming out that will be capable of 4K that will not output 4K in Xbox One or PS4. So, like, th- they're already outdated in terms of the Blu-ray technology. Yeah. So, so like, there's that whole thing, too. Like, they would have to have a, a newer uh, disc reader for the new Blu-rays. So, like, I don't know. It, it's just... I'm kind of interested in this because I've been putting off buying a PlayStation 4, so if one comes out that is a much better improvement, then that's Dude, awesome. Dude, same here, because something I realized pretty much yesterday after playing Lords of the Fallen, I really want to play Bloodborne. Yeah, I, I really, really, too. really want to play that game. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and quite frankly, I'd probably buy a console over it at the right price. So, Well, I mean, right now, PlayStations are like 280 you, well, that's still not enough for me. Me like, I'm still, I, I want more games, which I think maybe this year there might be enough to push me over. Mm-hmm. But that, that's that been the thing. It's like, I don't, 
I don't care. I'll buy one if I want to get one, but it's just I'm not going to do it just to play Bloodborne. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not enough. Yeah. I, I made that mistake with Xbox. More attractive price for me. You made the mistake. I made that massive mistake with Xbox, and I'm not going to do <laughs> hey, that Hey, you, you had a lot of fun with Destiny. A lot of hours. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I could have bought a PS4 and played the one game that's console tied that I really want to play so far this generation and played Destiny. Yep, that's true. So fuck Xbox. I shouldn't and, have bought And an play Xbox. Horizons when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's more games coming this year that that will almost certainly push me over the edge. But like, now I'm gonna wait and see what mean, the hell. Do this you mean to tell me you didn't get four hundred dollars worth of value out of Sunset Overdrive? I didn't. <laughs> I liked it. I, as I've said, I really liked that Obviously, game. Definitely not a console being an idiot seller. Yeah. Uh, well, Tommy yeah, bought it, I, I, and randomly. I forget about it all the time. Tommy's gonna play it. He bought it because it was like fifteen bucks. I told I, him you I guys both liked forget it. That it exists. I Josh didn't like it. Because he's silly. Um, well, hopefully, with what I've been hearing, Gears, if you intend to get Gears, is going to be pretty good. I'll I'll play Gears. I, I think I said like a couple episodes ago that I, or whenever it got announced, I had no interest, but I, I'll play it. I mean, I have an Xbox. Actually, no, I'll get it on PC because it's probably going to come on PC. And it will be, that'll be crossplay. Yes. Yep. Mm, sweet. I was going to say, I'll be, damn, yeah. I'll be real sad if you couldn't join in on the multiplayer shenanigans. Well, yeah, no, I think... That is like the first major one game for Xbox and the PC thing that they have been talking about that, yeah, it's almost certainly going to come out on PC and it will it will definitely have cross-platform play because uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition just recently came out on PC. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not like some exclusive thing for Xbox anymore. They just need to announce that 4 is coming to PC, which is basically inevitable, but... Maybe it isn't. I'd be sad. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. We'll two v one. We'll see. <laughs> Anything else major? That's it. Um, this is not really news, but I think it's something we've been kind of pushing off. You mentioned something the other day that kind of caught me off guard because it's just always been in the back of my mind that I haven't really been thinking about. VR is here. VR, VR is, here. is here. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. There's a price on PlayStation yeah. VR and dates. Now. Like it's it's not something that's in and development dates. and nope. being just rumored about anymore. It's 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 here. There's reviews Oculus. coming out. They're talking about reviews already and how they're how that's gonna happen. Oculus comes out in a week. Yep. V- Sony's comes out in October. Yep. It's it's here. No. You'll never hear us talk about it because we won't ever have it. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. You'll have to find another podcast for VR stuff as much as we still, want you. It is still... That is, like, I, I say I don't worry about paying for things I want to consume. I have no interest still in VR because there is nothing that looks cool yet outside of tech demos. And I I don't know. And people trying to put their head through the floor. That was amazing. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I'd, I'd still just like to try it somehow. Like I, I, I would hope like to there's try. Yeah, I'd, set up somewhere. Like I, of I, course, I, I like would definitely like to try it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, and and again, like the the PlayStation VR price and whatever announcement was news. Like it, it's four hundred dollars, but it requires the PlayStation Eye camera, whatever, which is not included in the bundle, and is like another fifty dollars. So. PlayStation VR is essentially 460 50 plus 60 yeah so um 
They they will certainly release it with the camera, I'm sure, in a bundle at some point. But um, there's a uh, yeah. I mean, there's one of those. That's the cheapest way to experience VR currently, a PS4 and PlayStation VR. Well, there's a. We always forget about the Samsung one for phones. Yeah, and I don't even know. I don't know about anything that. about it, but mm-hmm. my mall has one of those like not mobile Best Buys, and there's always a guy at a table with wearing it. And I always want to go up and be like, "Hey, can, yeah. I, can I see it? Can I see it?" I could, uh, I could currently upgrade my phone right now, and Verizon is pushing the Galaxy S7 hard. Mm-hmm. And if you get one, they send you one of those. Oh wow, Nick, like why, VR dude, thing. why aren't you yeah. getting an iPhone? They're the best phones ever. What's Apple? I don't even know who that company <laughs> They're is. They're announcing a new phone Monday. <laughs> I bet it's going to be an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, Nick. I bet it's... I think it will have a touchscreen display. Yes. I it, I think that's a safe bet. I'm, I'm not sure. It might be a flip phone. <laughs> the new I hope Apple they bring back flip phones. clamshell. Here's, here's the ultimate Apple product that nobody needs. A flip iWatch. You flip, you flip it open. People would buy it, and it's a phone because because zealotry and acolytes. Yeah. Okay, we're starting. Apple, we're starting. Apple we're starting to Yeah, here off. we go. We're done. <laughs> the we're the done. rambling okay. has begun. It has, and this is a longer episode, so that's cool. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for listening. You can find us on iTunes and all podcast services by searching Two V One Podcast. Tweet at us on Twitter at 2v1podcast and let us know what you think. And uh, maybe leave us a review. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell tell your dog and cat. Tell your kids. Tell your wife. Yes. Tell your (laughs) small. Thanks, guys. (laughs) See you next week.